Check this out. This is the Pickle Bowl. This was on Tuesday before MLP. Tim Parks, owner of the Hard Eights, taking on Riley Newman and Josh Gartman. And Riley Newman decided to go extra hard in this. Look at that. He played all game like that against his former team owner. Let's see what he had to say after to Tim Parks. Yes, it's fun. It's for charity. But at the end of the day, I think all of us are on this court. We're boys. We want to have competitive. We want to are you boys with everybody there? Now let's hear what Tim has got to say. Yeah, no, that's, that's super important. But the it's main important. thing to talk about is if Riley played that hard for the hard eights last year, we would have made it out of group play. So I would have <laughs> oh. bring that competitive fire each and every game. But oh. here we are. Oh, All man. Right. We are calling Burned him. Ouch. A little harsh, but true. Is that the yeah. fuel that Riley Newman needed for this MLP? Did that pickleball loss fire up Tim Parks and CJ Klinger? We're going to talk about all of that. Welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kelly. This week, we're at Lifetime Facilities over in Atlanta for MLP. Yes, MLP is back. Oh, the best time of year. I'm so excited to talk all about it. We had a great weekend of team pickleball. We had no idea if this was even going to happen. Turns out we had it. Everybody showed up. And we had a lot of great matches, and we're going to talk about a lot of them. But before we get into all of that, if you guys wouldn't mind hitting that like button, go ahead, subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed. Leave a comment, whatever you thought about this week's MLP. Go ahead and tell me all about it. Share this with your friends in case they missed out on the action this week. And also, don't forget, you can support the show by checking out the Etsy store. The link is down below. I'm now selling Santa Monica Mouth Breathers, the official best team of Major League Wiffle Tennis. If you don't know what that is, go ahead and check out my Instagram page. We even have partner body bag winner off the neck gear. Check it all out. And with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. I'm not sorry I took the money. <laughs> All right, let's start off by talking about the premiere final. We had the Orlando Squeeze taking on the DC Pickleball team. Before we get into that, how the heck did we end up here with these two teams? All right, well, let's start with Friday. Orlando Squeeze were off to a hot start. They had their second the game of the weekend against the Atlanta Bouncers. This is Trey Young right here, a basketball player for the NBA. He thought he was about to show up to his new pickleball team and they're about to run. We're in Atlanta. Atlanta's going to do great, right? They didn't win a single match. Trey Young's never watching pickleball again. They screwed that up big time. All his friends are there. It's probably talking. So first game of this match, the Orlando Squeeze women, they get up one game to nothing because both of them are just slamming it. Look at Jardim just down on the ground. She can't take it. So now it's time for the men. Zane Navratil and Andre Diescu taking on Hunter Johnson and Papateas. And Zane gets hit in the head by Andre Diescu. Take a look at this. Tries to put it back and doink. Oh, that's got to be frustrating. It's such a close match. You can't do that. Squeeze get a one-point lead. And say Navratil. It's like he just knew speeding up through the middle is the riddle. They get up two games to none. 
Squeeze looking strong here on the first day, Premier League. Let's see what Zane had to say post-game about it. A little more loose and free there, because you guys did jump out early. Absolutely, they always get up 1-0. <laughs> Simple and easy from Zane, and then... Enough said. I wonder if that ball hitting him in the head really just pissed him off. He's in kind of a cranky mood now. If I'm Dom, I'm like, don't ever touch my freaking mic again. Dom getting disrespected. Just get that shit out of my face. Oh, sorry, sir. Now, as for the DC Pickleball team, they were facing off against Anna Lee Waters' team, the Utah Black Diamonds, because they were in the group of death. In the same group as Ben and Anna Lee, Trey Young's like, why didn't I buy that team? DC Pickleball Club won their first two matches on Friday. They were looking really good, which, I don't know, I think a lot of us kind of expected the Black Diamonds to be the best team. Then it's kind of a tie between DC and Slice, although maybe DC had the slight edge. The Group of Death had a lot of great matches in group play. I mean, even just watch what we were gifted with on this point. Check this out. Ben John's going to get the easy slam, right? Thomas Wilson says, no! I'm just going to stop that. Dead in its tracks. How did he do that? And gosh, why couldn't you have won this point right here? That would have been the most epic way to win a point if he had kept that alive afterwards. Check this one out again. Just looks like an easy shot, right? Oh, he really committed to that wide angle. That is an historic point. That reminds me of the Mary Brasha shot, the around the head one. It was like really cool, but she didn't even win it. All right, but enough about group play. Let's start talking about the playoffs. So the Squeeze and DC both had a bye their first round. We still had some awesome quarterfinal matches, especially this one. Arizona Drive taking on the Bear Area Breakers. Oh, look at Andiamo go. Whenever he's playing against Rafa Hewitt, you know there's going to be a lot of chirping and a lot of screaming. And this was exactly that. All game. You just heard so many, yeah, babies, and Andiamo. Oh, man, it gets so fun when it's like this. I was surprised we even had Julian Arnold playing this week. If you don't remember, it was rumored that he was going to boycott this. Or, I don't know if it's a boycott, but he just wasn't going to show up. Him and Lawrence Stratman. All of a sudden, we got word on Thursday from an Instagram post that was clearly written up by a lawyer that he was going to show up and he was going to play. Thanks to everyone who has shown interest in our situations regarding our participation in this weekend's MLP event in Atlanta. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking stupid bullshit. This was definitely just written up by a lawyer to try to save face. Either way, who cares? I'm just glad that they both showed up. Julian Arnold played amazing this weekend, especially in group play. Lawrence Stratman, on the other hand, not so much. Julian Arnold won the most games out of any player this weekend. He won 11 games, only lost three. Lawrence Stratman, on the other hand, only won one of them and lost six. So anyways, this... So anyways, this match ended up in a dream breaker and the Arizona Drive are going to win it on Julian Arnold's paddle and they're going to advance to the semifinal match. The Bay Area Breakers were a great team, obviously just not as good as the Drive. Breakers were fun to watch. My favorite moment from the weekend from the Bay Area Breakers was after they won this dream breaker against the Ranchers. 
Check this out. Celebrating. Rafa's so pumped. Picking up Garnett. And then watch Rafa. Goes over to Tim Klitsch, the owner of the Ranchers, and he says, pay up your dues. We made a bet. If I win, I get to wear your hat. Round them up with the Ranchers hat. Oh, my goodness. The cowboy hat getting the crowd riled I don't know whether to respect Tim Klitsch for owning up to the bet that he made or to feel like he was just absolutely disrespected there. All right, next up, let's talk about the other quarterfinal match. We have the Chicago Slice, Ben John's team. Taking on the Miami Pickleball Club, who's wearing the weirdest uniforms that aren't even the colors of their logo at all. Don't ask me about it. I don't have the answers to it. But Miami is such a fun team to watch. Allison Harris is filling in for Mary Brosh, and she stepped up big time. She wasn't drafted by anybody, not Premier, not Challenger. And they just decided to pick her up because she's had a lot of success with the APP. And man, it seems like she's definitely going to find herself a squad next MLP event. So this match, we had Jesse Irvin and Lacey Schneeman taking on Hurricane Tyra Black and Allison Harris. And we had such a close game here. 2020. Look at this. Defense. Lacey Schneeman went 2-9 on the weekend, not playing her best. Jesse Irvin trying not to roll her eyes. How do you not, though? Oh, how do you screw that up? So here we go, 22-21, Miami. Game point for them. Can they get a one-game lead in this match? And Allison Harris hits it in the corner. She is absolutely crushing it here when it matters most. Look at this shot again. Goes down the line, hits that corner perfectly. And Miami's got a one-nothing lead. Lacey Schneeman is like, I cannot believe this. So next up, we have the men's game. Eric Lang and Ben Johns taking on Tyson McGuffin and Federico Stackstrud. Before we talk about this game, we got to talk about Eric Lang. Eric Lang had the best game of his career against Riley Newman. I mean, we could have an entire episode on this match right here. Eric Lang just crushing it and slapping Ben Johns' hand out of the way. Look at this. Just pow. His backhand punch. I mean, they're up to a 5-0 lead, and look at this. Just manhandling them. Oh, yeah, he has Ben Johns on his team, too. Easy to forget. Watch this play right here. A little Ernie action. Saves the ATP. Eric Lang is on fire. Look at him. He's loving it. Watch this again. Pretty good Ernie from Ben. Great get by Riley. And an even better get by Eric Lang. Riley's like, what do I do? Look at this one, too, right here with a little mini Ernie. Oh, man. I love his high fives. Eric's starting to get cocky. Look, Ben's got to fight him for position. Like Ben's like, look, I'm the alpha here, okay, dude? I get you're heating up. Dude, do not target Eric Lang. Look at this. Riley thinks he could go after him. Pow, pow, pow. Eric Lang takes all of it. Did you ever think that your strategy would have to be hit it to Ben Johns? It literally does not stop. Just keeps going. They don't know what to do with it. Everybody was talking shit about Ben Johns. Apparently, he was the one that drafted his team. And everybody's like, you picked Eric Lang over people like Gabe Tardio, over Callan Dawson. So many players went undrafted in Premier League. And you go ahead and you pick Eric Lang? Why would you do that? Maybe this is what he saw. I mean, this was definitely like one of the best games all weekend to watch. Just so fun on every point. 
Rollins in two. Even when you think that he's going to not be able to handle something, he does. And then Ben cleans up. Riley's like, this is ridiculous. He can't help but smile. He's like, what the hell do I have to do to win a point here? Eric Lang used to be a salesman for Head Pickleball, the company, the paddle that he's using. And then he decided this year he's going to go full-time pickleball. I think it paid off. They win this game 21 to 9. Did you prepare differently for this one, or was it just something you eat this morning, dude? I just like this matchup. I just wanted to kick their ass, you know? I mean... Is that the secret? What does Ben think? Uh, you know, when the big man wants to be big, you let him be big. Uh, See, so yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I played my role, I think, a little less than normal, and, uh, you know, just let Eric make some, uh, some huge plays. I'm uh, very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, dude, you never play that well. What the hell happened? You gotta be, like, a little bit insulted when somebody's saying, like, they're that impressed with you playing well. Like, Eric's probably like, dude, like, I'm this good. Like, you just didn't know it, okay? It's because I'm going pickleball full time. Well, we'll have to see if he could keep it up here in this quarterfinal match against Miami. Not looking too bad. So here we go. We got a close game for this men's matchup. And Eric Lang, the nasty shot. Look at this angle. Did that even hit the line? Miami did not give up, though. They tie this one at 21-21. We're going to extra points. Man, when matches are this close, it gets so much fun. So much cheering, so much excitement. This year has been a little bit different because we didn't have the freeze. Normally in the last few events that we've had with MLP, you get frozen at 18 if the other team has already reached 20. So the close matches didn't happen as much as they would now without the freeze. So basically, it's rally scoring. You just have to win on your serve. So 23-23, Ben Johns with a rip. Trying to take over. Look at this. Dribbles off the net and he just stays in the kitchen. What was that? It's like it distracted Federico. Oh, just what is he doing? He's just standing there waiting for another small dink. Either way, Federico couldn't put it back over. I swear it felt like this game was going to last forever. It's 27-26. Chicago Slice. Finally, they win this one and tie it up one-to-one. -one. So the Slice won their next mixed match. Of course, they have Ben Johns. It's going to happen. But then in this one, Federico Stackstrid came alive. And he evens it up 2-2. Two to two. We're going to a dream breaker to see who goes on to the semifinal. Let's see if we could ask Federico what his strategy was. Let's get a breakdown of his analysis. You know you needed to hit. Uh, there's no shots in MLB. It's only cojones, corazón, huevos, pasión. Vamos, Miami, la puta madre. I don't know what any of that means. Let's ask Adam Stone. Adam Stone, tell me, what does that mean? Eggs? Huevos? Is that eggs? No, that's balls. Huevos is balls. And then I, passion and passion. So he's, he's got it all. No, that's not eggs. That's balls. What does puta madre mean? So we go to a dream breaker, Miami versus Chicago. Tyson McGuffin taking on Ben Johns. And look at this. Oh, Tyson getting pumped up. Three points on Ben Johns. What I'll root for Tyson when he's playing against Ben Johns. The entire Miami team came alive in this dream breaker. Allison Harris, look at this. She's getting into it too. 11 to 2. The crowd's getting into it too. Rooting for Fed. Rocking a nice Altoff pickleball shirt there. So it all comes down to Ben Johns versus Tyson McGuffin. It's 2014. Chicago's got a big hill to climb. And Tyson McGuffin hits a big shot. 
So Miami, they win it. They're going to advance to the semifinal. Let's see what they got to say post-match. Tyson's pumped. Check this out. John's. How you feeling? Uh, Daddy's feeling good. Miami, how we doing? We're in Atlanta. My, oh, my. The Prince showed up. The, the crowd's like, uh, does he know where we are? Uh, the boys are happy. The girls are happy. Uh, let's slam some Miller lattes and call it a night. <laughs> and Fed, really quick, early in the morning, you guys are playing DC pickleball team. What are you guys going to have to do well against them? Oh. They're done. All right. They took the win here. <laughs> Hang up. I think that's something that happened in tennis. I don't watch tennis, but I think I saw a clip of some dude doing that. All right, so let's fast forward now to Sunday, our semifinal match. We got the Orlando Squeeze taking on the Arizona Drive. Rachel Rohrbacher came out big this weekend, especially in this game. She played so well this weekend. Which is crazy because everybody was questioning this decision by the squeeze. Why didn't they take Vivian Glosman? Why didn't Why didn't they go with a different woman? Why did they go with somebody who we haven't seen that much? Leading up to this, everybody was saying that she was going to play really well. And she did. She lived up to her own hype. So the women are going to win this first game. Orlando squeeze up 1-0 against the Arizona Tribe. So now we go to our men's doubles match. We got... Deckel Barr and Julian Arnold taking on Zane Navratil and Andre Gaiescu. Arizona Drive were playing well all weekend. They definitely deserve to be here. And look at that shot by Deckel Barr. Playing the right side, not like he normally does. So the Drive find themselves up by one here, 19-18. Squeeze. They know how to play defense. Look at some of these gets. That's a big overhead from Deckel Bar. Oh, what a get. Oh, and just couldn't finish. Arizona goes up two Arizona goes up two points. 2018. They've got game point on their paddle here. All of a sudden, Orlando's got their own game point. It's 21-20. And watch this. Arizona playing with their backs against the wall. Julian Arnold says, no, no, no. You can't do that. This game is not over yet. So it's 21-21 now. Watch this point. Andre Dayescu tries to speed up. And Deckel Bar's just sitting right on it. He's like, why would you do that? That's just a terrible idea. It's 21-21. How would you hit it to me that easy? So very next point, the Arizona Drive men's team is going to win it. Oh, and we're tied 1-1. Julian Arnold's like, yeah, I don't hear you, Orlando crowd. You were so loud that whole time. Where are you now? They can't be quiet. Squeeze. So Orlando wins the first mixed match. And now we go to our second one. Deckel Barr taking over. He likes playing the left side. Vivian Glosman getting big too. Where has she been? She finally decides to do something. But don't forget. The squeeze have Rohrbacher. Watch this. Fire fight ended. Tight game here. Orlando down by one. It's 11 to 10. And watch this around the post. Oh, and the shimmy, shimmy, shimmy from Zane. He was having so much fun this weekend. So the drive find themselves in a one-point game. But they could win it right here, and they do. Zane hits it off the net out of bounds. And we got a tie game, 2-2. We're going into another Dream Breaker. How many Dream Breakers happened this weekend? So here we go, the Dream Breaker, the part that everybody loves watching. Zane Navratil with an amazing shot here. Check this out. Deckel Bar 
can't get it. And Zayn's like, yep, did you see me do that? Orlando squeeze up 4-2. to two. So it's 7-9 here. Squeeze up by 2 and watch this point. Oh, my goodness. What a get. Oh, Andre Dayescu, he is not missing. What can you do? That is like one of the best singles points you'll ever see. How often do you get a firefight like that? He's so long and lanky. He's like the only guy in the world that could get those with his proton paddle. Looking like a gender reveal party on his paddle. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a man. And he came strong in this match. So the squeeze start getting a pretty big lead here. 14-8. And watch this shot by Zane. Shwoof. How did he do that? Even he's surprised. He's like, it's the paddle. It's the paddle. It's the grit. A lot of people feel like this paddle's a little bit too gritty. This does not help his case there, but still, it's legal, and he's allowed to play with it. So here we go. Rohrbacher hits one down the line. She's pumped. She gets it to game point, 2010. So Rachel Rohrbacher never played an MLP. Can she do it? She does. They win it. They're going to the finals. Who would have thought that the Orlando Squeeze would not only make it to the finals, but make it because Rohrbacher was playing the best pickleball of her life all weekend. All right, next up, let's talk the other semifinal match. We had Miami taking on D.C., both pickleball clubs. They need a mascot or, like, a team name or something. Anyways, who cares? Let's start talking about the match. So we got Hurricane Tara Black and Allison Harris taking on the Kawamoto Twins. Kawamoto Twins played so good all weekend. Everybody's been saying how great they've been playing leading up into this, and they continue to get better and better every weekend. They were a huge reason why DC was able to make it as far as they did. I mean, even just look right here. Oh, Allison Harris. Such good defense, but man, Hurricane Tower Black and Allison Harris are still good too. So 10-9 here, Miami up by one. And Allison Harris is going to come in and slam. And they get it to 11-9. Oh, I hate the hype guys so much. Look at them trying to look all cool in front of Tyson McGuffin's wife. Hey, uh, you see my fanny pack? It's got my name on it. I don't know if you know, but people call me Dragon. It's from, like, a movie, Step Brothers. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's, like, one of my favorite movies. I quote it all the time. So DC up 18-14. Got a sizable lead, and they are just pounding away. Oh, Hurricane Tyra Black once again on the ground. And so the Kawamoto Twins, they're going to finish this one off. 21-15, off to a 1-0 lead. For DC in the semifinal match. All right, next up, let's talk men's doubles. Tyson McGuffin and Fed taking on Riley and Christian Aljohn. There's a little fire fight. And then it settles down. High game 7 7 here. Miami's going to play some good D here. Christian Aljohn just off the court swinging at balls. Riley with a big overhead. And another one. What a get by Tyson. Who's going to finish this one off? Riley trying to put it away. Soft little touch. And Fed gets it. Oh, and Tyson can't put it over. DC gets that one. 8-7 now. One thing we notice is that Christian Alshon is not used to playing the left side and not being the alpha. Right there gets in Riley Newman's way. That's a big no-no. So 10-10 here. And watch this shot from Fed. How did he do that? And ATP curves it. 
Watch this shot right here. What an angle. Oh my goodness. You have to practice that. I also love the fact that Kyle McKenzie, who's Tyson McGuffin's boy, he's on his podcast. He like helps him out with his coaching seminars and stuff. And he's coaching DC, so he's basically coaching against Tyson. Probably knows all his secrets. And I love Adam Stone making fun of him here. Oh my God, that was incredible hand movement from the coaching. He was talking with his hands. That's very important as a coach to talk with your hands with that extra emphasis. Kyle McKenzie doing his thing. What do you think he was telling the DC Pickleball Kyle McKenzie always talks with his hands like that. He's always just like this. Is he Italian? Why is he always talking with his hands? So 11-11 here, and watch Christian Alshon. He's like, hey, I learned a little lesson from you, Fed. I know how to hit ATP too. Beautiful shot, also curved around the post. Fed says, I see your ATP, and I'll raise you another ATP. That is just filthy. How does he do that so easily? We're just going ATP for ATP here. And then Riley's like, you know what? I want to get in on it too. Fed's like, no, you're not allowed to. And they win the point. This is getting nuts. It's 14-14. So Miami down one here. And Tyson McGuffin comes up big. Pounding his chest. Tie game 17-17. So Miami up here by one. Tyson McGuffin is going to get all over the court on this point. Look at him go to the middle. He's going to get dragged out to the right. Slipping and sliding. Can he get back? Settle it. Oh, kept it alive. And they won the point. It's 19-17 now. So DC down by one. It's 19-18. And Riley Newman says, you know what? I'm taking over. Burt time. How did he do that? How would you even know to do that? See, that is just a pro move right there. Me, a stupid 3-0 player, I could never even imagine doing that. So DC is going to end up winning this one, 21-19. They get a two-game lead. So D.C. is going to have a clean sweep of Miami. They're going to win this semifinal match three games to zero. Christian Alshon and Kawamoto, they beat Tyson McGuffin and Harris 21-12. to And it ends on this crazy play right here. Christian Alshon playing really good. Christian Alshon, what's your secret? How are you playing so good? This was on Friday after they won their first two matches. It looks like Riley and Christian are uh, a little bit extra friendly. Oh, God. What? Oh, it's a flamingo, everybody. It's just a flamingo. It's just a flamingo, okay? Don't get any ideas. Can't they make those a little bit bigger? This is the first time I've ever seen Riley Newman actually look like he likes his partner. All right, so finally, let's talk about the final for the Premier League. DC taking on the Orlando Squeeze. We start with women's. Rohrbacher and Anna Bright taking on Kawamoto Twins. So this first game started off close, 7-7 here. Kawamoto's, they are playing so good, and they played great in this game here. But also Rohrbacher, she's got a strong slam. So does Anna Bright. So they did not make it easy for the Kawamotos. Seems like Rohrbacher just knows when to attack at the right moments. I mean, even just watch this right here. She just waits for her shot. If she could dink, bam! Hits it so hard. It's tough to reset that. So DC up 18-16 here. 
the Kawamoto's are going to just play such good defense like they're known for. Takes the lob and slams it. Look at Jackie taking over. And the lob is going to bounce out of bounds. DC goes up 19-16. So here we go, 19-16. Jaden Jackie need to get one point to get one point away. Jackie, then Jade. Nice slam right at Anna Bright's feet. So 2016, DC looking for a one-game lead. Can they do it? Rohrbacher, no, she hits it out of bounds. So DC gets up one game to nothing. So here we go, men's doubles. Christian Alshon and Riley Newman taking on Andre Diascu and Zane Navratil. Look at Diascu slams his beautiful paddle. And Zane puts it away. It's 3-2 now. So 8-7 here. Watch this shake and bake. Pow! Riley Newman comes in and slams it home. 9-7 now. So Riley Newman and Christian Alshon really took this game over. Riley Newman playing big. 12-7 now. So DC ends up getting an 8-point lead here. Check this point out. Oh, what a firefight. Oh, my goodness. And then what a lefty get. From Riley. They're keeping it alive. He's all over the place. Come on, Squeeze. Put it away. Can they do it? DC hanging in there. Camera can't even hang with him. Getting all shaky. Christian Alshon might have hit an out ball there. Oh, and the Squeeze pull it off. What a crazy point. So 17-10 here. DC up by 7 still. It's a pretty big lead. But Orlando trying to crawl their way back in this. Look at Riley. Gets his ATP defended. To a little bit of a firefight there. A lot of cross-court action. Another ATP defended by Riley. What a get by Christian Alshon. And Zane. Oh, with the inside out, puts it away. What a point. So the squeeze find themselves down by 8. It's 20-12. Got a lot of hill to climb here if they want to tie this up one-to-one. -one. Riley Newman just keeps trying to slam it home. And look what he does here. Oh he just runs away. <laughs> Victory lap? Is that just so he didn't touch the net? And so DC, they're going to win it here. 21-12. to 12. DC is up two games to zero. Not looking good for the squeeze. And so our first mixed match, we got Christian Alshon and Jackie Kawamoto taking on Andre Dayescu and Anna Bright. And this is it. If DC could win this game, they're going to win the MLP final. So this is a big match, obviously. Squeeze got to pull it together. So even right here, Andre Dayescu dumps one in the net. Anna Bright rolling her eyes. Oh no, the squeeze had a two-point lead. It's now down to one. Just seems like they don't quite have the momentum. So as we get deeper, this one gets closer. It's 16-16. Orlando playing with their backs against the wall. Jackie Kawamoto. She wants to win this one bad. Takes that and blocks it. Kawamoto. Also playing good. Just going to pull this one off. Christian Alshon getting taken out wide. Look at that punch from Kawamoto. 
gets him up 17-16. Orlando down by one. Anna Bright got some fight left in her. Watch this. Defended, but Anna Bright slams it home. Tie game 17-17. Orlando up 19-17 here. Diascu's trying to put it away. Just trying to get it into Christian Alshon. Go to him. He's the weaker player of the two. So Orlando up 2017 here. One point away from winning this thing. So 19-20 now. DC serve. They're trying to tie this thing up. Because remember, if they win this game, they win the whole thing. So they need this right here. Tough point. Squeeze get to the line. Aggressive Dinkin. Christian Hoffman loves that forehand dink out wide. Oh, and he tries to go ATP, but can't do it. So the squeeze get the ball back. Game point for them. So after a few missed game points, DC ends up with the ball 22-21. DC is one point away from winning this entire thing. And let's see, Squeeze trying to fight for their lives here. If they lose this, they lose the whole thing. Andre Daescu battling, coming up to the line. Oh, and they get the point. Kawamoto dumps one in the net. It's 22-22. So 23-22 here. Squeeze trying to win one game. Oh, and the Ernie goes wide from Christian Alshon. He blows it. And so the squeeze pull off a game. It's 2-1 now. So here we go. The next mixed match. Squeeze got to win this if they want to stay alive. DC looking to finish this thing off. And Riley Newman playing like the good player that he is. Seems like it's going to all come down to Rohrbacher. Is she going to play lights out like she has been all weekend? She is here. Look at that ATP. And she's pumped about it. Squeeze up here 10-7. Trying to keep this lead. Look at that from Jade. Can't get the Ernie to go. Get into a little firefight. And Rohrbacher wins it. It's 11-7 now. We now got a six-point lead for the squeeze. Are they going to do this? Are they going to tie it up and go to a dream breaker? If Rohrbacher could keep it up, she goes right at Riley Newman. Who does that? So DC... Down by one point here. They are not going down without a fight. Riley Newman taking over. Ties it up 17-17 for Orlando. They've got a one-point lead here. It's 18-17. Rohrbacher. Playing so good. Just getting them all. Even if it's off the net, she'll take it. 19-17 now. All right, so it's 18-19 here. DC down by one. Squeeze looking to get a game point after this if they can win it. Look at these gets. How are they keeping this alive? Oh, my goodness. And who's going to put it away? Is Zane going to clean it up? He does. It's 2018 now. The squeeze are one point away from bringing this thing to a dream breaker. So the squeeze can put it away right here and get themselves to a dream breaker. Are they going to do it or are they going to lose it at the last minute? If DC can pull this off, they'll win the whole thing. 
What's gonna happen? Rohrbacher puts it away, and we're going to a dream breaker. What? Are you kidding me? The squeeze? We're about to lose. They were down two games to nothing. DC had match point on their paddle. All they had to do was win one more point. And now all of a sudden we're in a dream breaker. Let's see how Zane feels about it. You guys heading into the dream breaker now. What's the discussion with the team? Uh, just try and get a good rhythm in. Uh, make Rachel hit some more balls. She's uh, she's balling out. Rachel's your daddy. Oh, your daddy. What is he referring to? So real quick, let's rewind to Saturday. This match that the Squeeze had against the Bay Area Breakers. Rohrbacher just knew exactly how to play against Rafa Hewitt. She was just owning him all game long. And let's see what Zane had to say about it. I didn't really tell her whole, a whole bunch, but I uh, actually, you know, I've partnered with Rafa as well. A lot of respect there. I actually, I know his dad, and uh, if I didn't know his dad, I would think that Rachel was his daddy, so. Oh, Rachel is his daddy. Rachel hits more balls. She's, uh, she's balling out. Rachel's your daddy. See? She's everybody's daddy. She was killing it. All weekend, especially in this final match. All right, so let's see what happens. It's a dream breaker to decide who's going to win the final. Gosh, this is just amazing right here. Let's just take a moment to appreciate this. MLP is so awesome that we get a dream breaker that's going to decide who wins all this prize money. So Riley Newman is going to take on Zane here in singles. And look at Zane. Getting in a firefight. Oh, he is on fire. He's out the first point in the semifinals. He is so pumped. Riley Newman, not exactly known for his singles. Zane sure is. So Squeeze have a pretty big lead, 9-4. to four. Rohrbacher taking on Jane Kawamoto. And Rohrbacher is going to put that one there. Jade can't get it. It's 10-4. Huge lead for this Dream Breaker. So the squeeze up 15-10. Anna Bright here against Jackie Kawamoto. And they've got to keep this lead. Oh, and she goes behind her. Gets it to 16-10. So Rachel Rohrbacher is here with 20-10, a 10-point lead. Are the squeeze going to do this all the way down by a game point at 2-0? And she does! Rohrbacher does it! The daddy! <laughs> <laughs> Look at Diescu. What is he doing there? He's too tall. Oh, they're so pumped. I cannot believe that they pulled this off. The Squeeze were a great team. I didn't think they'd be the best team. But the fact that they were down two games to zero. Oh, poor Christian Alshon. Is he going to start crying? He's like, don't cry. Don't cry. So the squeeze pull off one of the best comebacks in MLP history. And <laughs> with one of the biggest disappointments. Oh, he thought he had a championship in his first time in Premier League. He was probably on his head like, yeah, I'm the man. Oh, man. The last thing I want to say is that uh, we took Mr. Zane Avertil from last place to first place. <laughs> Zane didn't win a single match with the Frisco Pandas last season. And now all of a sudden, he won a championship. So the Squeeze win the MLP final for Premier League. Congrats to them. Anna Bright did win the MVP. But I got to say, I think we all think that Rachel Rohrbacher, 
She deserved the MVP this weekend. And as a sign of appreciation for Anna Bright, I decided to wear this shirt today. You and a guest are invited on a three-day, two-night cruise aboard the Margaritaville at Sea ship. I don't even know what this really means, but her mom sells these shirts. They're hilarious to me. Is Anna Bright playing pickleball now? Her come on is louder than my honk. Her honk? I guess she's a peacock. That's her thing. Do peacocks honk? I don't know. I still like the shirt. All right, real quick, we got to talk about the Challenger final. We had the Las Vegas Night Owls taking on the SoCal Hard Eights. This was a fun match to watch. The most important thing you got to know is that this came down to a dream breaker. But before we talk about this dream breaker final, we got to rewind to this first day matchup. The Night Owls taking on the ATX Pickleballers. Watch this point. Spencer Smith. Goes hard at De La Rosa. And I don't know if they have a rivalry, but look at him. He gets in his face. And De La Rosa's like, dude, what are you doing? Get in my face again. I dare you to cross this net. So the Night Owls get it to 2018 here in this mixed doubles game. And then very next point, Spencer Smith puts one away on him and streams in his face. Look at that paddle tap. But uh-oh, watch out what happens here. Things are going to get interesting. De La Rosa took that personal. Watch them up here. Watch De La Rosa. Gets in Spencer Smith's face. See him? Gets in his face. And then look, Spencer Smith's girlfriend in the white shirt comes over and pushes Spencer Smith down. And now things are getting physical. It looked like De La Rosa pushed him. But he did not. That was Spencer Smith's girlfriend that got in the way and got in between them. And Spencer Smith fall down. Let's rewind that again. So look at this. Gets in his face. Yo, you want to talk shit? You want to talk shit? And she's like, get away from my man. And pushes him down. Look at her fighting with the refs. Things settled down. But you got to listen for the funniest part about all this. Listen closely here. Get your trash girlfriend out of here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Get your trash girlfriend out of here. I don't know much about Spencer Smith's girlfriend. I've heard that she has like an OnlyFans or something like that. I don't know. I guess a lot of people talk shit about her. I don't know who said that, but that was absolutely hilarious to catch on the mic. Get your trash girlfriend out of here. So the SoCal Heart 8 in this Dream Breaker for their final for the Challenger level. Listen to that crowd chant, CJ, CJ, CJ Klinger played lights out this whole match. He was so good, especially in this dream breaker. He's taking on Yates Johnson. Yates is like, I'm not giving up, dude. I want to win this for the Night Owls. I'm going to prove that I'm the better brother. I beat Ben Johns, okay? Hunter didn't even beat Ben Johnson. I did. Why is he in the premier level? Just because he's dating Paris Todd and she drafted him? CJ Klinger, the 17-year-old phenom. Can he win it for them? He does! And he just freezes up. He's like, okay, guys, please don't touch me. I don't I don't like to be touched. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. We're happy. All right. So the SoCal Hard Aids, they win it. Riley Newman's like, yeah, yeah, good job, guys. I know I didn't do shit for you guys last year, but whatever. This reaction is so funny. He's just like, oh, I did it. This is like not that pumped. Everybody else around him is like, dude, get pumped. I love the trophy celebration too. 
He's like, oh shoot, I forgot I had this water bottle. Let me chuck that and okay, let me let me touch. Oops, sorry, I'm too tall. I'm getting in your way. I'll slide to the back. <laughs> Yana's like, I, I guess I don't really have a place to hold this. Feels weird. CJ's like, uh, should I still hold? I don't want to just make you hold it. I just feel like that's not right. I should probably hold a piece of this. I love CJ Klinger interviews. Lights out, especially today. Came in clutch moments. How does this feel? Well, I love this team. I'm, I'm so glad they drafted me. And Yana. <laughs> Great answer. Keep it simple. And then CJ Klinger ends up winning the MVP. Are invited on a three. Like, what's that? A cruise? Above the Margaritaville at sea ship paradise, leaving from yeah. He's like, do I have to answer another question? Please don't make me answer another thing. I don't want to speak. Of course, it's being gifted by our title sponsor and the COO of Margaritaville Branch. Oh, I should probably shake your hand. Oh, but I got to carry this big trophy. Thank you, sir. I'll hold both. Oh. He looks like a kid in high school carrying all his textbooks at once. I'm ready for science. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Todd's like, should I help? I'll just let him do it. So congrats to the SoCal Heart Eights. They win the Challenger League final. All right. Well, that's going to do it for a recap of the Atlanta MLP from the second season, the first event. But before we get out of here, let's play a round of Partner Body Bag, winner off the net. Partner Body Bag, winner off the net. Partner body bag, winner off the net. Play a dancing, winner off the net. Dice and McGuffin, winner off the net. Hey, Waters, body bag, body bag. James Lee got a wish, body bag, body bag. Sorry, not sorry, winner off the net. Sorry, not sorry, partner. All right, partner body bag, winner off the net. The game where I'm given three people in the pickleball world, and I got to choose who I would want to partner with, who I'd want a body bag, who I'd hit a winner off the net against. All right, so the three names I have here are number one, C.J. Klinger. Number two, Rachel Rohrbacher. And number three, Spencer's Trash Girlfriend. All right, who would I want to partner with? Who would I body bag? And who would I hit a winner off the net with? Well, I think I would probably partner with C.J. Klinger. I mean, he's a lefty. He's really good. He'd pretty much do all the heavy lifting, literally and figuratively. Like if we won and we had to carry a big trophy, he would just hold it the whole time and oh gosh I would just want to be by his side after he answered any like interview questions I guess in this scenario we're pros and we're winning automatically I don't know I guess that means I'd probably body bag Rachel Rohrbacher simply because I don't think I want to body bag Spencer's trash girlfriend because then she'll just start yelling at me and probably push me or something so there you have it I'm gonna partner with CJ Klinger I'm gonna body bag Rachel Rohrbacher I'm going to hit a winner off the net on Spencer's trash girlfriend. Get her out of here. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for watching. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel in case you aren't already. Share this show with your friends if they didn't get a chance to watch MLP this weekend. Leave a comment below letting me know what your favorite MLP moment was. Or even go ahead and play partner body bag winner off the net. And also, don't forget to check out the Etsy store. Where you can buy a ton of different Sorry Not Sorry merch, including the mouth breather gear. Once again, thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you back next week for some APP. Take care. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgiveness.